Two, one, and we're live. ESP, the Aaron Spencer Podcast, season three. Boom. High five. Welcome back, Jordy. <laughs> Hello. Who is our basically our official co-host. So we're here to talk about The Witcher. Yes, we are. And I'm really excited, but I want, I want to preface this by saying yes. I have not played The Witcher 3. I haven't played any of the games either. Nor have I read the books. Same. Okay. All right. We're All on right. the same page then. Yes, we're good to go. <laughs> All right, cool. So, Anna, I actually redid my eye makeup for once. Usually it's just kind of there on Tuesdays, but <laughs> I tried to make sure that uh, I looked halfway presentable. That's our new goals get, for season three? Get, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. That's, that's my goal for 2020. Make make 2020 somewhat presentable. Yeah, make make more of an general. effort. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Just do your best. So I do want to play the video games, though, because apparently they're amazing. They are amazing, yes. Yes. And... My boyfriend and I, I think we're going to both kind of switch off playing it. So my boyfriend got addicted to Fortnite, which I think I, I, think I mentioned that on the way into the studio. But it's a problem Uh-oh. because he's up until 7 o'clock in the morning killing 13-year-olds that should be sleeping before school. Oh, no. I, he's, not, he's not even interested in Apex. He's just Fortnite. Fortnite. He's on the Fortnite train. Fortnite. Oh, boy. He he came to bed one night at like five thirty in the morning, like sweaty and shaking, like, "Oh my god, babe, Fortnite! <laughs> <laughs> this is a serious problem." Oh no! But there are like thousands of other people that are also on at like four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's insane. I just well, I mean, and every year it wins all kinds of awards, whether it's the Game Awards or whatever else. That uh, the only one I know is the Game Awards. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but it's it won best ongoing game I think this year, if I have that correct. I, I believe, believe it won best ongoing game. I believe game. so. Yeah. <laughs> I forget what's the uh, the guy's name that does the game more. It's Jeff Keeley, I think. Jeff Keeley, I think that's his last name. Jeff Keeley. Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> good old Jeff. <laughs> There's a lot of good, good old Jeffs Jeffy. here. The little Jeffy poo. It's okay. Anyway, so yeah, so we're here to talk about The Witcher. Yeah. Um, first thoughts on the series. Let's just go. We'll do like a little recap. We'll kind of just kind of give our thoughts and talk about other people who have offered commentary that are kind of like within our own sphere. I mentioned Feminist Frequency Radio mm-hmm. uh, before. We I think we talked about how they tried to do an episode on The Mandalorian after episode three, and it kind of didn't translate well because there were they were kind of saying that the Mandalorian blacksmith wasn't good enough. But then, after the whole series had completed and they got to see more of Cara Dune, I think the general consensus is that like yeah, it, it's it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I, I mean, Cara Dune basically makes up for everything else. That's what I've been hearing. Yeah. That's what I've been. And the Mandalorian is just fantastic. I love Pedro Pascal. Everyone is so my thirsty su- over this man over Twitter. My sweet, sexy Mandalorian boy. <laughs> Which I totally understand. You can... <laughs> He's great. We love him. I don't think we actually had a Mandalorian episode, though. But season two comes out October, I believe. I think it's October of this year. Yeah. But back to The Witcher. Mm-hmm. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I've heard a lot of people say even if you haven't played the games or read the books, it's still like a new like experience and a lot of people enjoyed it. So it's like if you got into that way, you know, if you got into a series that way, then it's not really like. So the, the, the author of the books yes. has said that he likes the TV show more than the video game. Or he's hinted at that. Yeah. Suggested that, which is kind of interesting. Because, I mean, the game... Everyone tells me it's one of the greatest games of all time. Correct. But the TV show, wow, holy ish. Yeah. I, Amazing. I know. Um, I think it's um, a lot, because he did talk about, I think his name is like Sapowski or something. Yes, um, Andrew Sapowski. Sapowski. Um, wow, good Yeah. Good job with the Polish names. Sapowski. Well, I yeah. did a lot of like uh, article reading before. <laughs> okay. I, I, just, I just did a lot of character uh, names and recaps because yeah. – Nine times out of ten, I forget all the character names before I come into these podcasts. I, we're not yes. doing that. We're, I'm not doing that anymore for season three. Yeah, I've had to watch that show twice, though. I had to really? watch. Which, I, I wish okay. I watched it twice. I need to rewatch um, it again because it, yeah. it's totally. I feel like it needs a rewatch too. Yes, because you don't understand the timeline in the beginning and how okay. it merges together. So good seg. Yes. High five number three. Cross off another one on your ESP <laughs> bingo for multiple unnecessary high fives. I love it. <laughs> 
We know you're, you're probably no. We huh. we know you might be playing. We hope people are playing. Please, I, I want it. <laughs> I know. Get like a get like some kind of a game going. That'd be cute. Yeah, that would be like like that's that's how you know that you've made it in the podcast industry. Made people have a bingo of your podcast. Yes, <laughs> I love that. It's so cute. That's that's how you know you made it. Yeah. So Sammy and I are trying to are trying to push that. <laughs> good. Good. Okay, so um, high fives out of the way. Let's talk yes. about timelines. Right, so the timelines, uh, which that is... That actually could be another checkbox because you and I talk about timelines a lot. We do, we do. We have we talk, well, we talk. have a lot of shows that we are interested in. They have a lot of like... Yeah. Little timelines. Um, but King, yeah. Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom where Hearts. the timeline is just like throw oh, darts at a board. Okay. <laughs> Pretty much. That's just a <clears throat> big mess. Um, you, you tried. You tried explaining it to me at the Chinese buffet that one time. Yeah, girl, and it's it was just... Like, <laughs> Girl, it's so hard. I don't know. <laughs> but this this timeline, I was actually mm. was thoroughly confused up until like the basically very last, the last episode. Because <laughs> that's where they merged. Yeah. That's where all of their three timelines became one. And it's it's interesting because right when you think that you that you got it figured out, you're like, oh nope. <laughs> yeah, no. Nope. They they throw you for a loop. Yeah, because you're like very confused because there's like <clears throat> some things that you notice that like oh like. Yeah, that they could connect Did in other ways. Did this happen in another episode? Yeah, like but then you finally are just like, oh. And then the law of surprise is like a whole other thing that was confusing and throwing me off. Oh yeah, it was before pretty much it out yeah. Before the hedgehog. Yeah, they threw in like a lot of like they had like their own like like vocabulary or like words for the continent. The law of surprise. The law of surprise, <laughs> like the strigas, the kikamoras, and I was like, what is this nonsense? I have to look it up, and I'm like, oh god, okay. Okay, so. <laughs> um, I'm glad you mentioned that because the Striga was my absolute favorite monster. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just like the makeup and the costuming alone taking... It was pretty good. Yeah, taking myself out of the fantasy element for a minute. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that alone was just fantastic. And mm-hmm. it was just, it's just a cool monster. I liked it, yeah. Like like a cursed princess. It really, yeah. It really yeah. did feel like a good like fantasy realness. <laughs> so so the, the Kikimura, was that the... Sp- spider zombie in the beginning yes that was cool too yes i think that's That's what it was yeah because he mentions that in the first episode and because then like uh the girl asks him um have you ever fought one before and like he's like yes but then like in a later episode he like it just it just goes back to it and it's just like oh so this isn't like chronological it's just a timeline just yeah kind of a mess yeah Um, but that's fine because i think that's why I think everyone needs to watch it a second time, myself included, to go back and, and just kind mm-hmm. of like piece together the timeline, knowing what the timelines are. Right, yeah. Because I think I remember reading that the series is actually following some of the short stories of the books. That would make sense as to why the author likes it more than the video games. Yeah, because, um, yeah. The video yeah. games, I guess they kind of delve into some of the parts of the books, but it's not really canon. I love your t-shirt, by the way. Oh, thank you. It's Josh's. I stole it. It's really cool. <laughs> I've been reading a lot of Jinji Ito stuff lately, so. Oh, is that? Okay. We talked about that last time. That was you and I, right? Jinji Ito? Yeah, I believe okay. so. Yeah. 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 Reading a lot of books lately. Reading You'll those manga. You'll send me some Jinji Ito stuff because I'm very intrigued because everything I see, I like. Yeah. It's fucking aesthetic. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but back to the monsters, which yes. is like strangely appropriate. Yes. The Strigas yeah. was like probably the best one. I had I like the, the most. Striga. Yeah, I had like the most saddest story of like a cursed princess, like you said, and it was just. Why like... did she bite? Why, why do you think she bit him after? Was that just like feral instinct from from being a monster for so long? I believe so, because that's what they. I was next. That's, that's, that yeah. yeah, that's how you subvert someone's expectations. Not just go by full feral. <laughs> yeah, not not by saying that they just <laughs> forgot about a fleet of ships. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Not by saying that they forgot about a fleet of ships or basically MacGuffining the entire eight seasons, but yes, <laughs> but by having a small little moment like that where you're like, oh my god, he rescued the princess. Nope, she's still a feral monster. Yeah, joke's on you. <laughs> she's still a feral monster, Yikes. just in human form. Yeah. Um, but the, um, the moment when he was in the crypt, well, before that too, I think my favorite line that Henry Cavill delivered in that whole series for some reason was when he said you want to try to keep a striga out of our crypt 
Just I don't know what it was about that line. <laughs> Maybe it's because I liked that monster so much. <laughs> but and then he's he's locked in in the yeah. crypt. Oh, this is going to be a full spoiler podcast, by the way. Full yeah. spoilers. Okay. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Sound the alarms. Okay. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he is in the crypt, keeping the Striga out of it, and they have that like ethereal barrier that kind of. Mm-hmm. And th- there's just magic at work, and he's got his potions that that are also affecting him. Isn't this the same where they do like a, a mix of what Yennefer is going through, like she because she skips her yes. graduation at Artuza, yes, and then you see her become entirely different. She goes through a transformation because she. Oh my god! What an incredible scene! I liked how they merged together. Yes, it was just I just thought it was really interesting to see from both sides because like even though they're on, on their own, I think at this point they they haven't met yet. It's it's two different tales of of women who are well, a woman and a girl who are both perceived as monsters who are making changes to no longer be perceived as monsters, but in two completely different ways. Mm-hmm. Yennefer's way is y- Yennefer's Yennefer's decision is deeply personal, mm-hmm. and it's a decision that really is almost like a shallow decision because we see later that she, she changes her mind. She regrets it almost in a way, but you can't blame her though. I can't blame her for wanting both of those things. And it's it's really what makes her an amazing, beautiful, flawed character in my it was eyes. Great, yeah. And probably my favorite character because she says, Why can't I make these changes to my body and also have children? Why can't I be beautiful and also have children? And it parallels the, the real world in a way where I fully support. Not this isn't this isn't really political, but mm-hmm. I just support people who want to get augment, any type of augmentation. Yeah, and she does. She talks about yeah. that on the beach scene <clears throat> when she was like, "You're born into a world where you don't have your choices made for you, and it's a good thing that you died as a, a newborn because now you're the lucky one." And she sits there like having like an yeah. existential crisis, and I'm like, "My poor baby." But. Yeah, and that was a really powerful scene. Um, yeah, it was great. Yeah, wow. At the tone, the mood just got real somber because that was probably yeah. the most serious somber scene in the entire series. Her, her arc is just sad, and she's just it trying is. to. It is. But we love her. We stand. We stand a queen. We do. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We totally stand Yennefer. One hundred ten percent. Definitely one of my favorite characters, and oh, she's yes. flawed, which I love about that. Yeah, she's not perfect. But I mean, it does it does mirror, like I was saying earlier, kind of real life circumstances where a lot of people will give women, you know, they'll, they'll give women a hard time for wanting to pursue any type of changes. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I support anyone, male, female, non-binary, anyone that wants to make changes to their body to make them feel more comfortable. Yeah, one hundred ten percent. We support that. We support that on this podcast. I'm pretty sure you agree. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. okay. percent. Yeah, yeah, I'm like you're. Pre- she's okay. pretty much spitting yeah, the truth the that I would here. say. Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, that and that's something that sometimes people get criticized for, and I don't know why. But you know, if you want to make changes to yourself, just like Jennifer did, you should go for it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Regardless of how small or huge or serious the changes are, like that was a pretty serious <laughs> freaking procedure that she underwent. <laughs> To just to be beautiful, and yeah. she has every right to to make that decision. And I think that's why I yeah. like both this show, the themes behind the show, mm. and the character of Yennefer as well. Because what they do is they do it with this real old school magic type of um, trope, and it can kind of connect across various timelines, which I like. Like you know, it can connect to real world timelines too, right? Because it was just so brutal. It was like that procedure. Oh yeah, but they. What you said, how it was cross-cut between the Striga, who was by every definition a literal monster, even by you know what we would think of in uh, right. you know in our own circles, mm-hmm. like no, that, that's a, that's the, like the literal definition of a mo- like she's a cursed monster, and then Geralt is fighting for her, but then he also later fights Fiona. So, so there's that there's that Geralt sort of interjection that comes in where he was fighting for. Both of these women just at different times, but you have the the girl who becomes mm-hmm. a girl, and now she's not cursed anymore, which is awesome. She's going to be able to live as a girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then you have that little nod to like, well, maybe she's just a feral a feral monster anyway. But you have Yennefer now, who can no longer have children. She has that beautiful moment on the beach where you know she just really has this introspective sort of 
uh, monologue and you know she says why can't i have it both ways yeah why can't i have both why can't i have children and also be the person i want to be right and that in a way kind of made me think of trans women because transitioning makes it so that if you transition medically that you can't have children because you become sterile so that is like a serious freaking like yeah low-key softly relatable yeah like that's a serious um real life mirror to me personally and i think to a lot of other i've heard other trans women talk about this scene Mm -hmm. specifically how we uh as trans women we do so much to try and to try and look pretty and look beautiful but in the process of being our, our natural selves like yennefer we sacrifice that and whether or not we we freeze any any samples or specimens or whatnot beforehand you still have that that moment where you're like, oh, like but, you're, you, but yeah, 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 but I want it. I want both yeah. things. And I, she's I like, be able she's to, just so like, yeah. I want to do all these things. She finds the jinn, the dragon, which was the other really cool monster. By the way, that was so awesome. I love like the whole time when they were like, oh, Jaskier's the the what is it like the owner of the genie dandelion dandelion yeah the little baby bar dandelion my baby boy okay i'm gonna let you talk about 20 minutes about yaskier because i just talked about (laughs) jennifer for 20 minutes so Um, tell me about your your baby boy and why you love him so much um, i love this bard so much um i i just love him so much i want to carry him around in my pocket and to think (laughs) that gerald would disrespect him (laughs) gerald (laughs) gerald Would like whenever, I just, whenever Gerald disrespects Yaskier, he's yeah. not going to be Gerald. Yeah, he's like, shut up, Gerald. Like, apologize to the boy. Um, I also realized there was a thing, I guess, um, throughout the movie where you meet Jaskier when they first meet. He's eighteen. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. and then when they do the time skip, they forget to age his character, and he's supposed to be at least in his forties by the time him and well, I mean, and it's, I'm like, close enough. Close enough. I'm like, yeah. he could pass for it. Just put him in like different outfit <laughs> i'm okay with that maybe that was one of the wishes that oh <gasps> maybe maybe one of his out loud wishes translated oh to that oh my god maybe that'd be Somehow. cool because you don't really Can't know exactly what he wished for but he wished to be like a better version of someone or the best of the yeah. two so maybe that yeah. maybe the, i mean gin magic seems highly volatile and highly unpredictable yeah. and that well yeah yeah and then we, all we know is like the very last one of where he told he tells Yen that he was like, "I want to be bound to you forever." <laughs> oh yeah, that was that's romantic. That was real. <laughs> yeah, God that was damn some it, Gerald. <laughs> Gerald. Gerald. So um, he has this. I just love the bard. So <clears throat> Geralt has he really is just kind of. I think the show actually does a really good job of of bringing everyone together mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you're as as much as we are always complaining about <laughs> about this population when they're when they're vocal in politics um but this show has a character that really mirrors the struggle of trans women which we just talked about with Jennifer it has the beautiful baby boy with Yaskir that all of my all of my soft boys and girls just absolutely love Yaskir. Yes. And then you have the 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 strong, big, just a big, muscly white dude type, and he's actually very soft, and he drinks yeah. his respect women juice. Yeah. <laughs> but he also does this. I mean, he, he kicks ass, and he's yes. he's a strong male character, so they have no right to complain. Yes. Uh, he, he's he's just a great overall character. Henry Cavill is amazing. Henry Cavill's not political at all. He stays away from it, which I appreciate. Do you know he plays the games? The games? He played the Witcher games. That's why oh, that's he wanted awesome. the role. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> he made it very clear that he loves the Witcher games. And he was, there was one, one article that I read that he actually went home because the makeup and like the costume takes like hours. Okay. And when he like shoots like a short, like little scene, he just doesn't feel like taking it all off. So he'll like, can I take this home? And he actually like, brought the whole outfit home to his house just to like awesome. chill. And I think that's very sweet. Like, you a real one. <laughs> um, dummy yeah. thick. Dummy thick. <laughs> Tell me about how he always used to rip his rip his leather because he was yes, dummy thick. Dummy thick. Hmm, Colonel, I want to hunt monsters, but... <laughs> but I'm dummy thick. <laughs> and it keeps alerting them. Uh, yeah, I just I just love it. And then when they finally introduce um, Siri, 
our sweet daughter. Cirilla. Princess, mm-hmm. Princess Cirilla. Oh, I, I want to say real quick, I just want to go back to this. Mm-hmm. So as a representation, uh, it seems like the crowd that is usually very vocal about complaining about uh, shows, um, about how it's always just, I don't know, I don't know. Like there's there's this element of YouTube that is just always constantly complaining how everything is has this SJW agenda and it's obnoxious and it's old. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them, most of them, I can, I can kind of agree that The Witcher is a good, even with all of the representation we have, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Because we have Yennefer's story, who, as I mentioned, you know, remembers the story of a trans woman. And then you also have mm-hmm. these amazing people of color. And, and I mentioned this before, but shout out yes. to the Feminist Frequency episode where they did a full recap of The Witcher. Ebony Adams had said that she was super stoked to see a strong, powerful black woman just absolutely kicking the crap out of everybody. Oh, and yeah. that is yep. pretty From awesome. Nipple guard, yep. Because, and uh, Anita Sarkeesian had mentioned, well, well, she's the villain, though. And are we getting into this trope? But I think I think what the discussion led to was that, no, because, because uh, this woman... And this is the word that Ebony used. She said, this woman is literally unstoppable. You cannot. And she does. The mm-hmm. bad guy is basically, I mean, it's it's kind of like a, not a stalemate, but kind of like a temporary withdrawal. Because you know Nilfgaard's going to come back. Yeah, because but, they were ridiculed their whole. Yeah. They were like the weakest, whatever part of, whatever they're called. Yeah, but, but this then is. Then they came back. Yeah, and she is a good character too. And just the way that she, she kind of, uh, the white flame. Yeah. It's like, all right, you want to talk about a good villain? Like, mm-hmm. like no BS. Uh, yeah, Fringilla. Fringilla. That's her name. Fringilla just like, just mm-hmm. kind of. And then when uh, they bring up this, you know, what are you fighting for? She gets all like that little kind of, not culty, but the thing about the white flame, it almost is, is a little culty. Mm-hmm. And then she has she has the strength to back it up and just kick the crap out of everybody, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. cool to see to see a person of color in that position where it's like, wow, okay. Yeah, and like it just and even like, Trish, Mar- Trish Marigold is uh, I don't yes. know I think I think someone said that she was Indian. You're but thinking I'm not 100%. you're um, Indian. The British Indian actress you're thinking of is the one who plays our baby Yen. Oh, okay. Yennefer's All right. So, character. all right. Yennefer, Yennefer is Indian. Yes. Okay, Yennefer, is, Yennefer is Indian. And Trish Marigold is, is a person of color, though. Yes. And originally, her character in the Witcher games is white with red hair and freckles. Yes. Wait, okay. So, so that was a thing that I think a lot of the <clears throat> expletive boys were mm-hmm. <laughs> were getting upset yeah. about. That like, Be- yeah. what did you do to Trisha? And it's yeah. Like, oh, shut up. It's because they like to. They like, shut up. You have Henry Cavill. <laughs> shut up. Yeah. They like to argue the demographics of that time period in Poland was like 79% white people but guess what it's a fantasy series you're telling me that there's no white like other people of color when there's literally dragons and other monsters existing there can't be black people is that what you're telling me 90% of the other people in the show are white anyway yeah so like let us have our yeah let's let it have it just who cares we're enjoying it why aren't you must be sad But I think I think the general consensus mm-hmm. is that, and 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 everyone and everyone always says. I'm sure people that hear this are going to be like, "Why well, you going to bring politics into it?" No, because all we want is just to to see. We, all we want is to see representations of ourselves. Yeah. In video games and, and movies yeah. and media and TV shows. That's it. it That's yeah. all we want. We it just, doesn't hurt you. We it does not. We just don't want to see 100% white dudes all the time. No, we don't. Sometimes we need a strong queen named Yennefer. Yeah, and there's no reason that we can't have, in 2020, that we can't have people from across the world, like, like exist mm-hmm. in real life, mm-hmm. <laughs> in our fantasy worlds. Yeah, exactly. That was, that was my own political moment yeah. for the show. And that's I, it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's all. Come, coming down off the soapbox now. Yeah, we're good. But, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. Go check out Feminist Frequency. Uh, some, there are some things where, you know, I, I can say, well, I have a counterpoint for that. But, for the, I'm, you know, for the, and for the most part, though, I, I think they're a good show. So I think you should check them out. Yeah. Check them out if you're into that. Heck yeah. Yeah. So. Also, uh, Angry Joe did a good review of uh, The Witcher as well. They're, like, super into it, which is another one of my favorite YouTube channels. I got to watch it later. Yeah. AJS. They have, a, they have a news channel now, so shout out to them as well. Sweet. Shout out to you boys. Sweet. They also sell their own bathwater. <laughs> when are we, we going to start doing as, that? 
as like as like a, as like a meme joke for the channel. I love it. I'll have to show you the video. We're gonna have our own airing yeah. podcast bathwater. <laughs> Stay Podca- tuned. <laughs> Podcaster girl bathwater. Stay, stay tuned for that. Product. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> let's see. Um, all right. We wanted to go into people of color representation. I think we were. Yeah, I, I, th- I think that's. Yeah, I think that's all. We, we, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's where we were. Yeah. Cirilla. Cirilla, my little baby. With the platinum blonde hair, which is like my favorite color, God. favorite shade God. of that. You know, yes. light blonde. Her. You know, the actress's name is Freya. Nah. Her name is Freya. Her name is literally Freya. Freya. It's I amazing. love her. She's. Oh, yeah, okay. That so just made good. me like her even more. Yeah. I, I keep forgetting. A super cool actual name in real life. It's so awesome. I love it. Um, So I really liked her. The, I, I, I mean. Her timeline. Definitely. But it's hard to get too emotionally invested into her because she's just running for the entire thing. Oh, yeah. But she's going <laughs> to She's going to get, it's like Run Little Run, part, but yeah. the Witcher version. Yeah. But I'm sure that they're going to develop her more in season two and three because I yes. hear that she becomes an amazing character. She does eventually become a Witcher herself. That's right. And uh, are we going to get Mark Hamill to play? <gasps> um, well, again, I didn't play the games or read the book, so I, I, I forget the guy's name because he wasn't in the first season. But the guy that's in charge of training the Witchers. Oh, did, did you see that, that, yes. that hashtag on Twitter yeah. where Mark Hamill actually responded to it and said I would yes. like to play this role? Yes, I don't is it even like a V or something or I'm thinking of his mother but mm. also like Vanessa or something. No, I think I think you're right. But again, I never played the books. Yeah, I never played the books. <laughs> I never uh, played the books. Same girl. <laughs> so Um yeah, but same. I know who you're talking about though. Like yeah. there's like a one in five chance to become a witcher because all the other ones that train die and like it's a very sad story when you look into yeah. Gerald's uh backstory as well he just abandoned as a child to be trained as a witcher and it's just like how could you do this to my boy (laughs) gerald my boy gerald (laughs) but yeah yeah for the most part she's mostly running because she was supposed to find gerald of rivia and she runs into like um the cute little elf boy dara Mm -hmm. Who she ends up finding is an elf because he has like a little hat over his head. Yes. So I'm just like, and Yennefer is also one quarter elf, which is she is what causes some of the drama to begin with. Yes, with Istrid. Stragabor. Stragabor. And her awful <laughs> boyfriend. I know, right? I hate that guy. Like he don't need you. I mean, she. she I mean, she doesn't. She doesn't need him, Queen. <laughs> but can... I did. I did remember that guy's name, Stragabor. Stragabor. It's such a weird. That's a weird name, and his <sighs> his tower. It is weird as mm-hmm. weird tower of Del- which was like almost it was like Yennefer's pleasure palace but the light version of it oh when he had God. all of his all of his maids pouring water and stuff which was fine but then Yennefer's version Sign was me up. hilarious Sign me up <laughs> I I brought you apple juice that, those are my favorite memes like I brought you apple juice <laughs> when it's your first time at the <clears throat> party and it's just brought you apple juice <laughs> <laughs> Get you a man's who will bring you apple juice. I know. <laughs> That's relatable. Yes. Does your boyfriend bring you apple juice? No. You need to get that man to bring you <laughs> apple juice. I will. I'll, I'll. We'll look into it. I'll have a talk with him later. Okay. <laughs> An apple juice talk. An apple juice talk, bro. The um, gin was really cool, too. Yeah. I really like that episode. That was a good one. That was some really intense monstering. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't know how else to describe that, but like when Yennefer was trying to get her use the gin magic and kind of take the gin into herself and the and the building was about to explode. Yeah. And then didn't they have like a little uh Oh, yes. <laughs> At the end. <laughs> and Jaskier looks through the broken window and he's just like, "Oh. Okay. Yeah. They're alive. <laughs> They're really alive." <laughs> yes. My poor boy. To turn us down. Some, yeah. Oh. Um. To watch the meters. Oh, meters. Yes. So, sorry. I That's okay. Fix that. That's fine. <sighs> we'll just edit that out and post anyway. So now I know I have one spot in the middle that I got to go back and cut out. All right. So the gin. Okay. So there's the gin. I think we covered all the monsters. Mm-hmm. But then we should also talk about Nilfgaard. Nifgard, yeah. I had to like go over my notes in my head because I don't I don't like having paper in front of me like oh, like what 
I try to do everything from the not so steel trap. Yeah, it just sometimes it doesn't when it's too scripted, it doesn't really. <clears throat> yeah, flow I, well. I do. I do like kind of like having things more natural, more organic. Yes. Yeah. So, apparently, the armor is not supposed to look like that, <laughs> which is, uh, which is also another meme that has surfaced. Oh. Which is which is the the. Um, I think I saw it like once. The genital armor. Genital armor. Which is apparently it's not supposed to be wrinkly like that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be sleek it's and steely, solid, and terrifying as far as like this sleek, you know, well-oiled machine. Right. But they have these. They, they. I, I will agree with the commentary on that. They didn't kind of seem as intimidating as they should have been. They did in a way. I think maybe. I think maybe just adding marching effects or giving them shields. Why didn't they have shields? That was weird. Yeah, that was very weird. I don't know. Did they run out of budget for shields? <laughs> maybe. I mean, it's Netflix. Come on, Netflix. So can you Netflix? Can you can you splurge like a little bit of money on some shields, please? As a treat. For the Nilf Guardian armor. <laughs> please. And I think that the showrunner had already another callback to Angry Joe here. Uh, had already kind of had a Twitter discussion with Angry Joe about that very thing and about how he was saying you really need to change the armor. I think from that whole exchange, the showrunner seemed kind of adamant that she liked the the armor choice and it was a stylized design. But maybe from a second opinion, maybe just give them shields. I think that would like having them more like a Roman phalanx. Mm, season two, would, give them shields. Yeah, would be <clears throat> a little bit more intimidating than just kind of casually striding along with swords. In right. one hand, yeah. and having this awkward free hand. That's all I can think of. I'm like, I'm like, what's up with the awkward free hand? They have yeah. like just one sword hanging, and they're just, yes. yeah, yeah. Even like bucklers, you know, you could just or just regular kite shields. Something. I think. I think that was. Uh, if I had to complain about one thing in the series, I would say that that yeah. was one thing that stood out to me because I was looking for it because people were complaining about how the milk guards weren't as intimidating as they should have been. But then Yennefer has this scene at the end where she just goes <gasps> bananas, my girl, and just sucks the fire out of the burning building behind her and uses it to incinerate like a quarter of the entire Nilfgaardian army, which forces the tactical retreat that we talked about. I think that was like the most powerful scene I've ever like I've ever seen that made me fall in love with her even more because I was yeah. like she is bad and she will kick your butt. The emotion on her face too was just raw yes. and palpable. Like what an actress. Um yeah, where's her award? She needs several of them. Chop yeah. chop. I just love her so much. Yeah, I am totally in love with the end of her. Yes. Um, I also um, shout out to a uh, queen. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, all right. Oh, you know what? She is also one of my favorite characters. Was it's it Calanthe? Calanthe. Calantha. Calantha. Yeah. Calantha. It's, it's Calantha or Calanthia? I think yeah. it's Calantha with like that flourished e at Calantha. the end. Queen Calantha. I almost said Cyrodiil. Cyrodiil. <laughs> so, do you play any of the Elder Scrolls games? No. Okay. <laughs> I almost said Cyrodiil. No. Oh. Queen Calantha of. Cyrilis, her, it's it's. I, I keep trying to say Cyrodiil because yeah. the daughter's name or the, the granddaughter's name is Cyrilla. Cyrilla. And then in Elder Scrolls, the capital city where the the White Tower is is Cyrodiil. Mm. And I just got into playing the Elder Scrolls online, and I've been binge watching all the lore videos. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the White Gold Tower is in is the is the opening shot of all the lore videos. So I've just had the word Cyrodiil like drilled into my head for the past several it's, weeks. It's very similar sounding <clears throat> names. But what is the name? Wow, I just did a recap before. Sintra. Sintra, yep, you're right. Sintra, Cyrodiil, and Cirilla. Tell me that's not confusing. It's very confusing. I have to remember all of these names. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm not the brightest bulb in the the bunch anyway, so I'm already kind of like, I have to do like mnemonics and things like that. (laughs) I'm a visual learner, so like whiteboards and things like that. I just I, I just told somebody in our D and D group today because we were like trying to plan logistics for a future event, and I'm like, all right, you need to you need to dumb this down a little bit or put it into pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I need flashcards, please, or something with yeah. pictures on. I need a picture book. If if you have a whiteboard and you can draw arrows, I'm good. Yeah, I I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, a I'm definitely like an an, a vi- an arrow person. I'm an arrow person. 
<laughs> arrows will help me learn like anything lore math <laughs> oh yeah i agree when it's like a nice little history yeah. diagram and the little arrows of like mm-hmm. connecting anything technical like i gotta have my arrows yeah yeah, that's pretty much how I had to, like, find out the whole timeline was I had to, like, be like, I'm Look sure someone yeah. out there made, like, a diagram of the timeline of where, like, they're, where they interact, where these merge. and. Well, the, the Elder Scrolls timeline is kind of messed <gasps> up, too. Oh, gosh. Not, not as bad, but it has this sort of dragon echo thing, and it just... Dragon. It, it, it gives this possibility for an alternate timeline, but it keeps things in an alternate timeline. And the only reason there's any issues was because in Elder Scrolls Online, they tweaked the lore in a weird way. Oh. And, and just, just, just enough to make people go, what? Why, why would you do that? Oh. And they're like, Dragon Echo. Maybe. Maybe. Just go with it. Yeah. And people are like, no. And they're like, well, you can have these other features instead. Everyone's like, oh, yay, other features. <laughs> Let's come back to the lore later. Right, yeah. But Dragon Echo. Yeah, yeah, yeah dra- or, or whatever um, it is. But yeah. I'm glad that the timelines converged at the end of, of this and, and made sense. But the, the, the dude from who was in everything as like a side character, and he was in Rogue One 2 as one of the uh, one of the party members to go with Jin Erso and Cassian Andor to uh, Scarif. The guy with the big beard, and he was in a commercial too. Like he had a beard. He's he was the uh, the guy that brought the Witcher back to the farm. Oh yes, yes, him. Mm-hmm. It's like towards like the end. Yeah. Because then he goes back. It turns he kept out calling like, him butcher. Yeah, butcher. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Because he like he hurt himself because he went to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, it was like undead monsters. <clears throat> and he's like, stay with me, butcher. Yeah, butcher. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, that might not be helping the guy. No, like stop. Just call him Gerald, like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because then it's like the same guy where his wife lives on the farm. And that's mm-hmm. where Siri was. Yeah, that's where she had stayed the night, right? And then oh, she ran off. Yeah. And then they meet. And <laughs> then it all connects with like the forest thing because then we do like a little. Um, oh my God, that was so great. When, a when, nod when to Geralt Renfrey. Had the fever dream. Yeah, yeah, about Renfrey when she told him before, before mm-hmm. like she was like dying in his arms, like, you're going to meet the girl in the forest. She's going to be your destiny. Can we talk about Renfrey for a minute? I'm in love with her. Oh, my God. What a queen. I wanted to see more of Renfrey. Yeah, another cursed princess because she was, like, born on the eclipse and everyone thought that. Well, I think I, I think the point of that story, though, was to say that, like, Stragobor thought she was cursed, but she was just a normal woman kind of a thing. Like, the whole – I think that was a nod to, like, burn the witch type of thing. Yes, yeah, because they were like, that oh, all women born on the eclipse are so witches. Stupid. And I'm just like, you leave Renfrey alone. Men are so dumb. God, even in fantasy worlds, y'all are dumb. <laughs> but I'm, I, I'm I kidding. No, I'm kidding. Not all men are dumb, but those, but the 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 burn the witch men are really dumb. Yeah, like I'm you're kidding. Just leave her alone. I love my boyfriend. <laughs> I'm serious, and your boyfriend seems kind of great too. Yeah. So most most of my friends are guys, but if you're if you're a dude that kind of falls into that burn the witch and everything that's different from me category then yeah you suck <laughs> <laughs> like come on yikes <clears throat> i'm not i'm not going to get too political but like what is with what is with everybody <laughs> i don't know like, people just trying to live their lives man yeah honestly everyone's but, um, like i don't like it it's different <laughs> i don't like it it's different um uh let's see um, 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 um. They uh, all say not to say, um, um. You want to talk about Desaya? Oh, my God. I have so many favorite characters in this. Every time you mention one of these other characters that I keep mm-hmm. wanting to talk about. Notice how I'm it's like, mostly oh, that's women. My character. That's my favorite character. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, Geralt is awesome. Geralt is Geralt's awesome. Geralt's a 10 out of 10. He is. That is, I don't want to say an example of a man because he's kind of cold a little bit. But Yaskir and Geralt are just these perfect examples of male specimens. Or as close as you can get. They're good boys. Yeah, yeah, and and, and they're role models. Th- th- those are good role models for men who desperately yeah. need them. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, can I just say that, like, ever since the series came out, I've been seeing mm-hmm. a lot of shipping between my sweet little bard dandelion boy with Geralt, I'm and sure. I'm I am. 100- I like trashy ships, so I'm yes. into it. <laughs> I'm a hundred percent okay with the ship, but to totally disregard <clears throat> that in the books he falls in love with the end of her, like that is his soulmate. Mm. I was like, why would you take away a person of color like yeah. that out of the relationship? Well, just I mean, you it's, want it's to just ma- shipping. It is, it's but, however, <laughs> have you considered polyamory? 
Oh, sometimes okay. a family yeah. is a large man named Gerald, <laughs> a mage, and a <laughs> and bard a, with a child. <laughs> a, a dandelion bard named Yaskier. Yeah, an adopted daughter. <clears throat> I'm okay with see. I'm okay with that one. Yeah. Okay. Like they can all, right, all love you. each other. This is the way. <laughs> yes. I'm totally with you on that one. Yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I think we hit most of uh, the major points. Oh, yeah, I think we talked briefly in the beginning about the Lost Surprise that episode with Dooney. That was kind of weird. Dooney? I think I think I think everyone agreed that that was the weakest episode. Yeah. But I liked seeing Queen Calantha come in covered in blood. Mm. Be like beer. Yes. That was really cool. I love that was super cool. And she was like, what was that really good quote that you said that she will not let any man make the decision to like, she'd have to marry off her daughter mm-hmm. type of thing. I thought that was really like BDE, like on her yeah. part. And um, But then I, there's also those traditions though. She's like, oh, yeah, I gotta, I gotta yeah. put up with all these yeah. male traditions. And I have to put up She's with like, these. Bleh. Yeah. <laughs> this male ceremonial um, pomp and circumstance yeah. and all this stuff. The only thing that I liked about that one episode with the whole law of surprise was uh, Pavada. I think that's what her name was. That fell in uh, love with the Dooney, the daughter. Oh, yeah. Because you got to see, like, oh, she's she has magical powers. She is, like... Well, My like, sinus the, is directing up again. Yeah, she's okay. She's, like, a, the Black Canary type of, like... She creates, like a, like, a maelstrom of, like, just, like, loud. And everything is just... So, what would you think as far as, if you had to give an overall rating to season one, what do you think as far as, what would be your rating and why? Like a, like a one out of ten? Yeah, well, let's, let's, let's do a one. So, let's just say um, mm-hmm. one out of ten. We will do something similar to, uh, again, shout out to AJS. I, re- I really do genuinely enjoy the Angry Joe show. Uh, that's a show where, especially if you're listening to me, um, they are 100% not political. They never get political. Um, they're all, I believe both Joes are people of color too. Um, they are, I believe, uh, Mexican American cause they're always talking about their Mexican heritage, which is awesome. So, uh, but they never get political. Uh, and there's been multiple times that they've had opportunities to, and they're like, no, we don't, we don't do that stuff here. And so I, I think, I think if you want to listen to angry rants without like the alt-right people, then that's probably <laughs> a good place to go. Yeah. So um, I fully endorse AJS. I fully endorse the Anger Joe Show. But um, that being said, mm-hmm. they have a system where uh, five five would be average, um, six would be slightly above average, seven would be above average, eight would be uh, highly above average, nine would be uh, near perfect, and ten would be a perfect uh, a perfect series and vice versa. So that's kind of how they use their, their system, mm-hmm. which I think is a pretty good system. Usually most of the stuff they do is like sevens or eights. I think mm-hmm. that's kind of like the high average, but yeah. Um, you know what? Since I like just, I thoroughly enjoyed watching it. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like very bored watching it. Cause I enjoyed like absorbing the lore mm-hmm. and the characters. So I'm going to give it like an eight and a half. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a, I'm gonna give it what I aspire to be a solid eight. <laughs> a solid eight. <laughs> because there were there were some. I mean, it it, it wasn't like this. This earth shattering, yeah. you know, groundbreaking new. I, I I'm, like I'm pretty close yeah. to a nine though. I am so close they're, to a nine. Yeah, they're building up to. This is just like kind of like <clears throat> character I'm, development. Okay. So I'm hoping that we can come back for season two with all of these amazing set pieces that we have and this great representation with both the stories and the themes and the actual people of color that we have Mm -hmm. and all Mm -hmm. the strong women in the series, the strong flawed women. They're not Mary Sue's, so you can't say they're Mary Sue's because they're terrible people, which is great. They're all different. even Feminist Frequency Radio, the, the title of the episode that was the Witcher episode was... There are so many flawed women in The Witcher, and in parentheses, and we love it. So yeah, go check them out. Go go give uh, FFR a listen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, no. But I will second that a hundred ten percent and say, yeah, there's there are no Mary Sue's in this. Although uh, my girl Tessa Devries, oh my god, 
oh my god slash goddess Tasea DeVries and I love saying her name and she's just so elegant and composed and even during that massive battle at the end her hair was frayed and she was just she was still like the only thing she had was a little bit of nostril flaring yeah she was just just, I mean but you want to talk about you want to talk about a badass strong woman that's just like unfazed by anything that's bordering a Mary Sue but is still completely flawed and I hate I hate Mary Sue I hate saying that hmm because it's just so, like... Ugh, yeah, but we just... didn't create that word, though. Yes. Other people did. Gee, I wonder who. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I I love Tasea, and I like to say her name, too. Tasea DeVries, Reptress of Aratusa. She's great. I Ooh. love her. It rolls off the tongue, even though I'm disgusting with my, with my nasally mucus. You're good. You're good. <laughs> Maybe if I say to say a degree is rectus of Aratusa enough times, people will think I sound sexy again. <laughs> You're just gonna have you to like embody her, like yes, just I to like feel her, it. Her I little, like her little. <laughs> oh, okay. Before we have to talk about turning the girls to eels, we have to talk about that before we go. Oh my god! What the heck? Yeah. Heckin' heck. Heckin' heck. And she was heck. like. Push I was like, what sisters? is happening? And I'm just like, girl. Yeah, but like, can we can we also talk about how she just went in there and was like, <laughs> she was like, I <laughs> yeah, like, cool, All I'll right. do that. Okay. And how they called her Piglet for so long. Piglet. Just like nonchalantly to like to yeah. say, but then like to say it has this these great moments towards the end where you're like, okay, like I want, like you're wondering if she was doing that to make her stronger. I don't know, but yeah. Like I was, I was into it. I was like, okay, all right. Well, that's probably just making her into a better person. I, I don't Despite know. Despite all that, and made her to who she, the woman that she wanted to become. And even then, mm-hmm. she's just still. Yeah, I, I mean, this is as close to a nine as you can possibly get. It was just, it was one of those things where, yeah, I mean, solid, solid eight, almost a nine. I think is probably probably the best, and I, I think I think our final verdict would be that sounds like we're both so close to a nine, and we hope season two is a nine. We hope so. Yeah, I'm ready for it. I, I'm hoping that it is. It's just there was a lot of setup, um, the timeline thing. It was a lot of like bits and pieces of st- you know bits and pieces of story, just shy of a nine, so shy. The Mandalorian too, I would give. I don't know that that would, that would also either be like <laughs> I, I I don't know, I don't know if that's if that's an mm-hmm. eight or a nine. I, don't I think know. I don't know. Cara Dune makes it close to a nine for me, okay. just because of how awesome Cara Dune well, is. Well, if that's the case, I might have to watch it then. Oh, you haven't seen The Mandalorian? I am not a big Star Wars nerd, Ooh. but I've heard The Mandalorian is good regardless if you aren't too big on it. I just want to see my baby green bean. Oh, baby Yoda! Yeah. Damn boy, you got to watch that stuff. I know. By the way, my my other favorite meme is the the the, the green character from um, Steven Universe because I've I've only seen bits and pieces Paradot. of Steven Universe. Paradot with the green. Yeah, it's like the little Dorito hair. Yep, and Paradot like has this this whiteboard and it just says boy B O I and they're boy? pointing to it with yeah. a pointer. <laughs> yeah, that's her. That's Paradot. Oh, she uses because um, I I know like Steven Universe is like a huge thing for the for the queer community and they all have pronouns right and everything yep. they all use their own like they, they, they're very there's a lot of gender fluidity and non-binary and, and there's mm-hmm. drag in that show mm-hmm. and it's very progressive and I love that and I need to watch it which is awesome yeah it's a good show I would okay. recommend I'd recommend okay I, I definitely need to watch that yeah we should come back and talk about Steven Universe. <laughs> I'd have to rewatch all of the episodes because okay. they recently like finished like the arc, so they made Steven Universe Future, which is mm-hmm. like an older Steven, and like now he has to like cope with all the stuff that he went through childhood. It's just mm-hmm. it's just a really good show. I feel like they talk about a lot of good topics, and they just it's just really good. Well, we've got one minute, so let's get political in the last minute. Respect pronouns. Yes. Trans people are valid. Non-binary people are valid. Respect trans or catch hands. <laughs> Hashtag they, them. Yes. God bless. Yes. But, yeah. Oh, at, at work, we actually, we put, um, as part of this uh, new <clears throat> um, rollout, we are all putting um, our pronouns under our names now. 
Oh, that's so, good. Yeah. I hear yeah. they do that at some targets too with the uh, little name mm-hmm. tags. And we actually we actually had quite a few people that came that came uh, forward to start using gender neutral pronouns and they them pronouns who had never used them before. And we had this pretty significant chunk of people um, at our at our work that all of a sudden now they're being like, wow, that's great. I can actually be myself. So we have a lot of these people using they, them in their signature yeah. lines. Normalize. Yeah. It's normalized pronouns. Yeah. yeah. Heck I yeah. I agree. Heck yeah. Heck and yes. All right. All right. So that's it for our Witcher episode. Uh, a very, very high eight from both of us. Yep. <clears throat> and wow, what an amazing show. Mm-hmm. And that's best scene, my favorite scene was the Yennefer fire scene at the end. For Me sure. too. Me I think, too. I think everyone's kind of kind of on board with that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I loved Queen Kalantha so much. Just that bloody, like the bloodstained armor with the beer. Oh God, yes. That might have been my my other favorite. Like, That's wife material right there. <laughs> yeah, and then the gift. The beer. 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 I love we her. We should go get some beer or something. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's it for us. It's 7 p.m. sharp. Thanks for tuning in to ESP. We will see you next week uh, if everything goes according to plan with Jordan. Jordan Evans is coming uh, next week, I think. <gasps> I think so. I so. Yes. Fingers crossed. Okay. All so right. thanks, Jordy. Thank Any you. Any final thoughts? Um, I love Gerald. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> And we can we can re-release this and cut it out afterwards. But all right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, my favorite cover is one that just dropped <gasps> two days ago. <gasps> is it like toss a coin to your Witcher related? It is. Can I just say that song just slaps? Yes, <laughs> that is a slapper. <laughs> so while we wrap up, I'm just gonna go to my subscriptions because yes. it's in here somewhere. While we wrap up and kind of kind of uh, you know put things together, we're going to play this, and it's going to seg into the radio because <clears throat> we do have we do have radio rights here, so we can technically play anything we want. Um, the question is yes. seriously, the question is whether or not it just gets um, on our channel, on the ESP channel, uh, on whether or not YouTube uh, won't you know won't monetize that. So uh, Violet Orlandi, <clears throat> Orlandi, I'm saying that right. Um, it's uh, Toss a Coin to Your Witcher Rock Cover. Uh, this is the site. We'll post the link in the description below. And then if we need to cut this out at the end of a YouTube video, we will. Um, but for now in the studio, we're good. So <clears throat> as we're talking, we're just going to... Ooh, and I'm glad that was down and muted because uh, whatever device, whether I bring my tablet, my computer, or my phone, YouTube always forces me to watch commercials, mm-hmm. which is highly unfortunate. God dang it. I know. It's such a pain. Here we mm-hmm. go. Okay, perfect timing. So <clears throat> we're going to leave you all with this. Have a wonderful rest of your February. Happy early Valentine's Day, or happy, hope you had a good Valentine's Day if this comes out after, which you probably will. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, all right, everyone. We out. <laughs> Peace. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you on the next ESP Aaron Spencer podcast. Bye. 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 <laughs>